0: The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways. And TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation.
1: We put out the flares. We rode on the desert sand, save us. SOS! Help. help! Help! Police! Help! Gonna
2: get Ace running in here. Oh
1: yeah. We good. We asked for help. We got help. Mark is on the Irish Networks hotline. Mark, good morning.
3: Bueno, well, you know my brother, another mother. How's it going? Man?
1: What's up, Mark? It's good to hear from you. Man, it's good to be back. It's been a while. Be back. What's up, Ben? What's up, Mark? Hey, go on, baby! Hey, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, go on. Let us go. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I've been on the a hiatus for quite a while, man. I decided to come back and, and catch my swain a bit, and now I find out she's shagging on what What's up, dude?
1: Hey, man, trying to move on up to the east side. I know it. Hey, I, I, I hear you. I hear you. You know,
3: Ozzy had to leave Black Sabbath to become Ozzy, so, you know, that dead weight's hardest weight to kill.
1: Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. <clears throat> That's what I was thinking
3: about. I'm sorry, Ben. I'm just kidding, man. <laughs> I tuned you so out you're anyways. Still gonna, you're still gonna be uh twelve to noon, right? Uh does, twelve to uh, noon? A, That'd be a quick show. Or twelve
1: to three. I'll 12. be I'll so be the, on twelve to noon.
3: How do our out of state your out of state listeners gonna get that? Are, is there an app or something?
1: Yes, uh Sports Animal has they have their own app. Um say that again. Sports Animal, they have their own app. So oh. Roger you, that. you have to download their app. Uh, I'll still have my app, but I'm I'm not sure. Um, if I'm allowed to put the show on my app, I haven't got any clearance on that. Yeah, Probably not legal mumbo jumbo. But yeah, hey, no crap, dude. You know corporate. You
3: corporate. A, uh,
1: it's it's horrible. But hey,
3: I, I no crap. You brought a lot of desperate ball fans a long way for a lot of, for a long time on this radio station, dude. And I appreciate you. Thank you, man. I appreciate Thank you very much. Thank you. All right now now. How we do how we looking next year? Because I've been out of the loop, man. You gotta give me a, just a quick loop, or we 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 getting better.
1: Nine and three, baby. Nine and three, baby. All right, I'm gonna go ten and two. Go ball, baby. <laughs> I don't know about that, Mark. I don't know about ten and two. I don't even know about nine and three. It just sounded good. Twelve and 0. <laughs> Boy, you better stop. Omaha. Oh yeah, definitely. National champ. Definitely Omaha. Definitely national champs. I'm on that. Are you going to go to Omaha this year? Are you going? Yeah, I'll be there.
2: I'm Mr. Tennessee Baseball. You know I'll be there.
1: Can I? Can we, can we room together? No. Hey. I don't want to go there. I only want to hang out with you and get VIP treatment. Get, we go to the clubs and the bars like you did last year.
2: You can get the animal to, to send you this year. I
1: know. No, that's what I'm saying. Maybe. Maybe. Let's go. What is it to do in Omaha. Huh? What, I mean, just watch baseball the whole time? That's that's it? Yeah. That's what we did
2: last year. And and go to <sighs> I don't know about that. Go to bars and, and have a good time. What kind of bars? Like country bars? Uh Middle America bars. What kind of I mean, easy they play. Run run into random uh parties and, and concerts. What kind of concerts? Hype concert. They played good music. But you don't like any type of music nowadays, so you probably wouldn't like it.
1: I do like music. I like music in, again. Yeah, you like music from the 30s. No, I like music again because I was listening to music on the way to Memphis this weekend. I was what like, oh. what'd you listen to? Um. Do you even know? Yeah. Kanye, Wale, Rick Ross, Jay-Z. So nothing new. Stuff from the the 2000s. No, I want stuff from the 2000s, but I listened to good artists. Listen to some J. Cole. Listen to some Drake. Good artist. None of that. Mumble rap stuff. You're lost. No, it's not. You
2: uh you have any thoughts on Tiger Woods possibly playing in the Masters next weekend? Nope. Golf Twitter was tracking planes like Vault Twitter yesterday.
1: I did see a little bit about Tiger Woods get to the point where he may or may not play.
2: I look, I had to bring it up once. Bulldog Brad texted me y'all talk tiger yet all of our three question mark so i had to ask for for bulldog bulldog brad nah you know you know bulldog bulldog brad loves him some big cat
1: i guess like he's carol baskins i guess i guess i guess let's get the titans bill titans bill good morning tradition tradition
4: how you doing jason
1: fabulous now titans bill fabulous
4: Well, that's good, buddy. You know what I heard? I've been reading on my little newspaper where uh, the NFL needs to hire minorities and also hire women to be assistant coaches. Well, I have some candidates for Mike Frabel when it comes to women assistants. Number one, Barbara Mandrell. Number two, uh, Lori Morgan. Number three, Dolly Pardon. Number four, Rita McIntyre. And number five, uh, Carrie Underwood.
2: What's Dolly going to help do?
4: Bring the coffee and donuts. Oh,
2: my God. How dare you?
1: <laughs> coffee and donuts something that Dolly Partner will not do. She's not an intern. Well, I'll tell
3: help you. She'll with what, the jokes machine. I don't care who would make the perfect decision for
1: Mike Craver the next Trish Yearwood. Titans Bill, I don't think that's a good idea. I don't think that's a good idea, Titans Bill. Any more ideas, Titans Bill? Where's Titans Bill? Did Did he leave? Where you go, Titans Bill? Oh, there you are.
4: Yeah,
1: I'm here. I said, I don't think that's a good idea. Do you have any more ideas?
4: Uh, that's the only ideas I have, but at least there's one good thing. It looks like the ty- the Titans. And-
1: Mark, can you
2: call back? How efficient do you think Dolly would be on the jugs machine?
1: Very efficient. She, she's, been, she's been doing it all her life, man. All her life. Oh, boy. My
2: goodness. Hey, if you go to Omaha with me, we can drive up
1: to Lincoln, Nebraska and see Nebraska's football stadium. No, I'm good. I'll stay home and watch the game. Ram Bra said the new show should be AP and McKee. They got a nice no, ring to it. Not happening. That would have a nice nice ring to it that is amazing i love that i love it big orange one two three says does he know the show is ending the morning show is ending night's bill is not going go on until probably april probably easter easter weekend he probably figure. he's gonna think we're ignoring his calls that's a good point there's gonna be there'll be some people calling in and the phone's gonna be ringing here in the house um Next week in the morning, no one's going to answer it. It's going to be weird. Yeah,
2: and by the way, with AP, doing a show with AP, I would never want to take AP away from Chris Lowe. Chris Lowe and AP already do a great show together on The Nation on Sunday nights. I would never want to take AP away from Chris Lowe. You don't want to take AP away from AP?
1: Huh? You don't want to take AP away from AP? Huh? Because AP loves AP. What? Who's on the phone? Five Star Hearts. Five Star Hearts. What a show today. Good morning, five star hearts. Swaino, my brother, how are you? <laughs> I'm I'm good. Not Mark.
3: I had a question for you, sir.
1: Okay, what's your question, sir?
3: If the moon phases over the horizon, do the balls win?
1: I think so. Are we talking baseball, are we talking basketball or football? Moonshot. Soccer. soccer. I don't know. Baseball, yes, ten times out of ten. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Not Tittanyo. Mark. Oh
4: my gosh,
1: the text box says Titans' bill knows he's wrong for that. Does Angela, Angela says the sh- oh, he thinks he probably thinks he's right. Angela says the show has completely gone off the rails and I love it. Brenner and Brad love Jug Machines, obviously. Um, hmm. CVFL says the animal is on iHeart2. King Voss says will the new show be on Apple Podcast app? Yes, it will be on Apple, Apple Podcasts. Apple? Apple. Oh, boy. Swains flushing. Yeah. Titans bill in here talking about Dolly Parton. You talking about jug machines? Rattled. Oh, my God. I don't know if you're going to make it over at State Run. I don't think I will either. I think I'll be just fine. I won't have any weirdos talking about jug machines. And Dolly Parton being hired by the Titans. Sounds like a very boring show if you ask me. (laughs) It might be. All right, where is John Bryce when you need him? He is coming up next here on the Swain Event. We're actually going to talk about real sports.
2: And Jux machines.
1: No, none of that. Unless that's something that's gonna be purchased by Tennessee with the uh money going around different athletic programs. Maybe
2: Dolly can help buy a jux machine.
1: I guess. Hour three continues after this.
5: Hour three of the Swain event is brought to you by the Low T Center and lowtcenter.com Do you know your numbers? Feel like you again. Let us help.
0: More and more Tennessee businesses are switching to Iris Networks for reliable, local, high-quality, high-speed business fiber internet. Tennessee businesses.
1: Litter is a big problem in Tennessee, but together we can do big things. We can make our cities, our waterways, our roads cleaner and safer. The Tennessee Department of Transportation is committed to reducing litter in our communities, but we need your help to do it. There are over 100 million pieces of litter in our roads at any given time, and it costs TDOT about $19 million a year just to clean it up. The first step to keeping Tennessee beautiful is to rally behind these three simple words. Nobody Trashes Tennessee. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com.
0: Top 100 barbecue restaurant dead-end barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over.
1: Is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you.
0: If you want to get in on the conversation, call the Iris Networks hotline at 865-200-5503. Grow your business with Iris Networks high-speed fiber internet, irisnetworksusa.com.
1: about that in barbecue it's time to bring in the goat the greatest that is john bryce of footballscoop.com this show has been off the rails since austin price joined us and now john bryce is here to fix it all bryce good morning <laughs> good morning Wayne. how are you buddy <laughs> we are great man we are great man you have some great news for tennessee fans And we've just been so happy lately, just so happy lately. Tennessee Athletics looks like they are turning a corner. And attention, a lot of attention on Tennessee baseball, the number one team in the country, Uh, consensus number one team in the country, and Tennessee baseball getting the love and the respect it deserves. Uh, You put out yesterday on your Twitter that there's some big money flowing around here on Rocky Top, and a lot of it is going to Tennessee baseball. Uh, Bryce, I want to ask you this, though. It didn't go from zero dollars to sixty million dollars in one night. How did we get to the point where it became sixty million? Can you kind of walk us through um, the the process and 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 some of the discussions that you have heard being had behind the scenes and uh, the support that Tony Vattello uh, has has gained over the twelve to eighteen months period.
3: Yeah, and, uh, that's a really good question. And I think, I, I think it's around 57, 58 million. I, I know I said near 60 uh, on my, on the tweet. And then mm-hmm. in the story, I think it spells it out specifically. Um, but I think number one, first and foremost, you have to point to Randy Boyd. You have to point to UT's president as the guy who possesses the relationship and has stabilized campus top down and has already had relationships with legislators to set the table for this and again this is the proposed budget there is considerable optimism that it will become the approved budget um, especially as it pertains to athletics facilities there's a lot of optimism from from multiple people that i've spoken with including in nashville that this is going to get approved uh, but again this is randy boyd and yes it's, it's randy boyd recognizing that they have something special with Tony Vitello and what he's done with the program. But again, it's also just Randy Boyd being a a really effective and good leader who already possessed a lot of the necessary relationships to sit down and have the talks and say, look, this is what we need for a track facility, uh, nearly $40 million. And this is why we've got to add a club level or a club area in Thompson Bowling Arena to continue to keep pace and, and continue to provide diverse entertainment options and this is what we need, and and yes, this is what we need with our baseball program. But again, it's about uh, Randy Boyd's relationships very strongly with uh, state legislators, and then it's his ability to have the vision and have these conversations to try and uh, get this budget enacted.
2: Bryce, any early thoughts on to to how the sixty mil or? Fifty-seven, fifty-eight is is going to be allocated throughout the baseball program. Is, is it going to be strictly for the stadium? I, I know there's been talk about a a baseball players only dorm out behind right field and a indoor infield turf at the bottom of that. Any idea what what uh, the the baseball program is going to use this money for?
3: You know, I've heard some of those similar things, Ben. I don't have a, a concrete handle on exactly how the the 57 58 million will be spent or anything like that i I have heard consistently about the dorm and that it could help house baseball players um obviously they want to do some uh more work with more permanent types of suites and they want to make sure that all the amenities are up to uh pace for the players themselves for the student athletes so um i think it's multifaceted to be honest with you i think they're looking at a lot of different things that they can do they can do to not only improve the stadium itself but to improve greatly the area around it especially out there behind the outfield wall and, and some of those areas so that's what has been indicated to me um and that's where again i think that it comes down to Stabilized leadership on campus and having a, a clear vision for what they want to get done, because yeah, part of what I looked at yesterday, and obviously it wasn't athletics related, so I didn't really focus on it, but that proposed budget includes funding for two new dorms on the UT campus, not just one. It includes proposed funding for two new dorms on, on rock and top.
1: Wow. John Bryce football scoop.com here in the program. You've been covering Tennessee for a long time. You've been, um, kind of immersed in Tennessee athletics for a very, very long time, even before you started covering the team. When is the last time, if any, there's been a trio of Donnie Plowman, Randy Boyd, and, and Danny White um, working together and getting things done with the athletic program? Do you remember such a time?
3: Um, You know, you would probably have to go back to um, – before my era when it was uh, Joe Johnson and and Dickey and those guys that were running things. Uh, But I tried to sit there and and think about when I could remember uh, a proposed government budget that included this kind of huge money for athletics on the UT campus. And I can't ever remember a time of it. And again, as part of the overall proposed almost $567 million budget for the University of Tennessee, and right at 200 million of that is proposed to be earmarked for UT athletics. And again, it was it would be a significant transformation of the vision of what campus is and how it's going to look. Especially coupled with the fact that you've got a 340 million dollar project ongoing for Neyland Stadium. So when you think about how dramatically different Neyland Stadium is going to look in a few years. Coupled with this, if they get the proposed budget passed, and again, there's extreme optimism in Knoxville and in Nashville, then you're talking about the campus looking dramatically different and vastly more beautiful than any of us has ever seen it in our lifetime.
2: Bryce, did you hear anything about the money that the SEC is generating for its schools helping Tennessee do this, uh, I I believe – each school got around forty-eight million uh, this year, I want to say, and then there's the three billion dollar TV deal that's coming with with SEC moving to ESPN. How, how much did did that help, if any, or was this more a a, a booster generated uh, project?
3: Well, this is this is really more a, a government related, and and the, the government looking at revenues across the state and, and allocating its budget for the university system every year and deciding that, okay, here's what UTE leaders have said need to be prioritized for them. We need to listen to them. And then again, it's it's Randy Boyd, especially among others, certainly, but it's Randy Boyd, especially having the leadership skills to go and have those conversations and explain why Tennessee needs funding in the budget for two new dorms or Tennessee needs funding in the budget for a brand new, indoor track athletic facility. And so, yeah, those those monies that you're referencing, Ben, absolutely help because Tennessee is on much more stable ground, financially speaking, to be able to do some of these things and to um, propose these projects and to ask for this money um, because there's more confidence in Tennessee being fiscally sound right now than it has been. And, and also, let's not ignore the fact that Tennessee, really isn't paying any fired coaches anymore. So there's not millions of dollars being thrown out the window every year.
1: That is a good point. John Bryce, football scoop. Where do you think Tennessee lines up with some of the competition with uh, baseball money, you know, being used for improved facilities? We were looking at some of the best facilities, baseball stadiums in the country and some of the SEC. And I mean, you can build a really nice brand new stadium for uh, that amount a right, little under $60 million. But what do you think uh, Tennessee will, will la- rank or line up with some of the other uh, teams in the SEC?
3: You know, I think if Tennessee gets the full $58 million or whatever it is, or, or that I think, and it can invest that fully into baseball, that it's going to be a premium facility in the United States. I know a lot of people have pointed to, I think it's Oklahoma State and their facility. And, and you know, land wasn't really an issue out there. Um, in terms of what they wanted to do with their stadium and how it would fit with the campus. And so, you know, Tennessee through the years could have built a new stadium beforehand and had discussed doing something in downtown, but it didn't make a lot of sense because they wanted to keep it on their campus. And I know multiple coaches, including Tony Vitello, wants to keep events on campus and have those events, be it his summer camps or his weekend series or whatever, be on campus for that maximum home field advantage. And so... I think this is again studying the situation, drilling down to the bottom of it, and finding out how to best utilize the space it is. Obviously, making some transformations to campus in, in terms of just the the way traffic has flowed in and around Lindsay Nelson Stadium for years and years and years since it was first opened, uh, and looking at all that and finding a better long term solution. But yeah, I think look, look, if Tennessee, if this budget's fully passed and Tennessee gets a full fifty eight million. and then DeVall's baseball facilities will absolutely be as elite as the program is right
1: now. Bryce, I want to take you a little bit away from Tennessee athletics, and I want to ask you about some of the the national storylines. Lincoln-Raleigh is off the USC, and, you know, we see the energy and the excitement there on the West Coast, and then Mayor Cristobal is at Miami. Which which hire do you think will prove to be the best, Um, maybe in year one or maybe – Yeah, long-term overall.
3: You know, I think year one, it's probably Lincoln Riley uh, and USC with the staff that he's put together out there and and with some of the talent that um, was already on that roster. Now, look, their offensive line is really bad. They've got to get a lot of holes filled on the Trojans' offensive line. Um, Incredible lack of depth on that unit as well. Um, but, look, Lincoln Riley is the guy that sustained big-time success at Oklahoma after Stoops left and continued to get Oklahoma into the playoffs. We saw Oregon very close a year ago, but ultimately fell short um, after losing the Pac-12 title game to Utah. And So because of that, I give the initial early edge to Lincoln Riley. I think it's um, two very similar opportunities and two very potentially similar paths. Um, long term, that, that both of those can be tremendously successful and bring both of those programs that that were both at the forefront of the sport, especially in the early 2000s, right back to that position. Because look, Lincoln Riley can go in a 60 to 100 mile radius in Southern California and fill his roster and then cherry pick. And Mario Cristobal can go in about a 60 mile radius in South Florida and fill his roster. And cherry pick, and I think that, that Mario Cristobal will shut out a great deal of people in, in South Florida uh, with his reproach, approach to recruiting, and that's been one of his strengths um, all the way back to when he was an assistant for Nick Saban at Alabama. And so I think because of that, they're both going to have a great impact, but I think that, that maybe Cristobal's impact at Miami might be felt a little bit more because I think it's going to be that much harder to recruit South Florida And a lot of people have been making hay in South Florida in recent years.
2: I'm going to bring you back to Knoxville and ask you about Josh Heupel. Just how different is your opinion of him going into his second spring versus his first spring? And and just kind of what you think of year one under Josh Heupel?
3: You know, incredibly impressed. And I think I I said on this show uh, before, I know I said on a show before that I felt like Um, He had some some multiple potential coaching stars, so to speak, on his staff, um, especially in terms of Alex Golish and Joey Halsey on the offensive side of the ball, um, and then Brian jean Mary on the defensive side of the ball, among others. Obviously, Rodney Garner is a a bona fide coaching star. Um, I was really surprised with what uh, Banks did with his defense overall and the attention that he got and the fact that Tennessee fans should feel really good that, that multiple people came after Tim Banks this offseason, and he's back there in Knoxville to help this system get even better in year two. So I would say that um, my opinion has obviously only improved of Josh Heifel and that staff, Uh, and now obviously uh, with landing Nico and some of the other ways that they're trending, that, that all along, I said, look, I know he can coach offense, he's coached offense, Um, I think Golish was super key last year in that regard uh, as well, taking on more of a play calling role. And then I I had questions about recruiting and I think we all did for the first year, but those questions are starting to uh, disappear more and more as they work the NIL system and do the things necessary to get Tennessee uh, competitive. They were competitive last year, greatly competitive last year, but to get them not only competitive, but positioned to, potentially have have the guys that can help them get over the top and win those games against the, the very upper tier of SEC teams. And if you can beat the upper tier of the SEC, you can beat anybody in college football.
1: My man, John Bryce. Um, also mentioned the fact that you, you, you have part-time residents in Montana or something. Um
3: not yet, but I'm working on it. Uh Wyoming, Montana, Idaho, any yes, of you know, look, if I have part time residents out there, it will barely be more than a tent. i I'm not going to have an elevator in my house like Chris Lowe and I'm not going to have a my own personal butler at Disney the way that Austin Price does. So um you know, we've all got our we've all got our uh hopes and dreams and aspirations and uh things like that, but but I'm well behind on that uh, on that pompous status uh, of Chris Lowe and and Austin Price. Those guys between the elevator and the Disney Butler, I don't belong in the same conversation.
2: Soon, soon, my friend. You forgot, you forgot to throw Swain in that category, uh, by the way. Also, we we were told that you have a collection of Austin Price photos on your on your phone of him sleeping. Is this true?
3: Uh, probably on an old phone. Come on, Ben. You know me better than that they're not getting transferred to a new phone. That's valuable space. Yes. I was just making sure. <laughs> but, but I do, I do have, yeah, a good journalist never reveals his sources and never loses his source information. And so, um, or never loses compromising, uh, information. So, Keep I've got both. but, uh, now I do in getting to visit with you guys. And when Flame reached out, he knows this was genuine. I was, I was super honored to be included on the last week uh, of the show and, and so proud to see the way both of you have grown and been the work you're doing for Valk it, It's hard to state how valuable that is for them. In addition to, to keeping Jason on the, swan, uh, on the, on the rails, but but slaying your growth is so phenomenal. And so many doors have been opened for you in the last couple of years because of your hard work. And it's only going to be even more moving forward. I'm just, again, so happy for you and your family because, um, I like to consider myself a grinder. I hope others think I grind. And Jason, you are a consummate grinder.
1: I appreciate that, man. appreciate that. Yeah, man. Ben, ben is on that John Bryce route, man. A young <laughs> grinder hitting Quest, both feet on the ground. He reminds me of a young John Bryce. Don't put that on him. Don't put that <laughs> evil on him, Bobby.
2: <laughs> I appreciate the kind words, Bryce.
1: You
3: got it, boy. Thanks for having me on.
1: Anytime, my friend. Anytime. And uh, I'll be talking to you here soon. Perfect. Congrats again. All right. Thank you, man. John Bryce football here on the program. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Thank you, John Bryce. Thank you. Thank you for getting the show back on the rails. Thank you so much. 865-255-03. Hour three powered by low T center and low Stay with us.
5: Hour 3 of the Swain event is brought to you by the Low T Center and lowtcenter.com. Do you know your numbers? Feel like you again? Let us help.
0: Voted Best Barbecue in City View Magazine and a Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant in the Country, Dead End is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering and local delivery with Valet Gourmet. That's right, you can have Dead End brought to you. Can't think of the spread for your next event? Get Dead End to cater it. Check them out online, deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over.
5: Is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you.
6: Good morning, Swain Event Crew. The new year is here, and it's the 2022 East Tennessee Real Estate Season. As I always do, I'm going to shoot straight with you. If you have a home to sell, then you need to give me a call ASAP. Inventory is low, and I will get you the most money possible and more than you think trying to sell it on your own. If you are a seller that also needs to buy a home, you need to call me ASAP, as there are ways I can help you manage that situation and stay in your home until we find what you want. If you are looking to buy, you need to call me ASAP. You absolutely need someone on your side to help navigate the current waters. And you need someone that's going to do their homework and find homes that aren't on the market yet. Bottom line, you need to call me today ASAP. Jennifer Morris, Keller Williams Realty, 865-257-7897. If you are buying, selling, or considering investing in real estate this year, or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. I hope to hear from you soon and go Vols.
1: JC's tree and landscaping service specializes in quality tree work done at a affordable price. Trimming and removing trees are their specialty. They also offer other services like land clearing, stump grinding, crane services, and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential. JC's will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around. Don't risk your land with a fly-by-night service. JC's Tree and Landscaping is licensed and insured. Give them a call at 865-599-3799. Fellas, when it's time to freshen up that wardrobe, there's only one play to make, and that's to go see my friends at Mark Nelson Denim in downtown Knoxville. Find the latest in small-batch denim in the heart of Knoxville. Dot com out-of-town law firms have been swarming into east tennessee lately firms from memphis chattanooga and birmingham have stormed into the area wouldn't you rather do business with a local law firm you know a true neighbor marcos garza and the pros at the garza law firm are just that they are our neighbors and friends that support local causes year round the garza law firm works to serve you professionally on criminal matters injuries and accident matters and social security and disability filings the Garza Law Firm is here for you at GarzaLaw.com. The Garza Law Firm, let us help. Our three of the Swain event is brought to you by the Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Do you know your numbers? Feel like you again. Let us help. Hour three, powered by Low T Center and lowtcenter.com. reinventing men's healthcare. Big thanks to the man John D. Bryce, the goat. Aside from Brent Hubs, Brent Hubs
2: is the goat. Bryce is one notch below. He baby Hubs. goat. He baby goat. Matt. <laughs> is that is that a goat noise? Is it? I don't know. Ken, here here is a noise that I want you to reenact for me, a peacock noise. I don't know what a peacock sounds like. How do you not know what a peacock sounds like? I never Everybody heard, knows what a peacock
1: sounds like. I've never heard a peacock. Really. I, I I haven't either. The peacock, peacock, jo- the peacock joke is by far the worst and oldest joke ever. It's literally from Swain and Rucker days, which was at least 10 years ago. And it's not even true. Golly. All right, play it. Uh, why are the people talking? I'm about to say, Ben, uh, what, what site you on?
6: Walking. Making his
0: presence
1: known. That sounds, like, that sounds like Dave Van Horn crying about Tennessee baseball. That I do a good peacock
2: sound?
1: I guess. <laughs> Let's get the Vaughn Nation, man. We need some prayers. Wall Nation, good morning.
4: Morning, family. How y'all doing, man? I don't know. What in the world is going on, man? I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I said good morning to you in Peacock. Just Peacock Nation, right there, man. I'm telling you. Are you all right, man? Listen, you okay? No, I'm not. He's hurt, man. He's hurt. You he can tell, man. Swain, hurt, broke, right. Swain
2: broke up with me, and now I don't know what to do with my life. Hurt, hurt people, hurt people. He's
4: there been, you go, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> y'all are hilarious man i'm telling you hey uh, i got a couple things i just want to say i, I didn't want to wait till uh <laughs> i didn't want to have to wait till uh friday because i know friday's gonna be off the chain y'all got probably a lot of things planned and things of that nature but uh one thing i wanted to ask if that was the rock and not chris rock would will smith have jumped up <laughs> and, <laughs> <laughs> no, he, and he, defended jada like that he would have
1: been still sitting in the seat laughing <laughs> good <laughs> joke good joke Rock good joke
4: yeah I think the I would have flinched the way he had been trying to walk up and creep up on him like that it would have been ugly if you know what I'm saying hey if,
1: if it was The Rock he'd be trying to set up a, a date between The Rock and Jada himself he'd be a matchmaker
4: <laughs> yeah man I, 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 just, I just I don't know I, I, I think about that The
2: Rock know. has a little soft side to him where, where he'll come out and apologize for something or, or 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 really dive into his heart and, and get something off his chest that, that he feels like he needs to be sincere about. I don't know. I feel like if he would have made a joke w- when, when he was unaware of of Jada's condition, he would have let Will Smith slap him.
1: Yeah, right.
4: <laughs> but, that, that been I mean, he was situation. a pro wrestler,
1: so he did let people slap him all the time.
4: You would have saw the Fresh Prince bench pressed and everything, man. <laughs> <You hungry. know>. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, hey, man, fellas, you know, something I just wanted to share with you guys, you know, I'm I'm really excited about the future of Tennessee football. I believe in the coach hype and the staff and Danny White and the NIL company and administration. This is the year of the volunteer. It's really upon us. I, I see a shift taking place, and I'm I'm really jacked about that, yet I'm more excited about the opportunities, I believe, that are being set before you both. Uh, I'm thankful for our, for our friendship and our relationship, uh, I'm pleased in how you both are prioritizing your family. You know, listening to your wives and of course Jason listening to your daughters, investing in your kids. That that's significant. You know, you never want to lose priority. Your relationship with God, your relationship with your wife, your relationship with your children. Then comes your work, your passion, your your you know, doing things that you love and both of you guys do this in excellence. And this is why, you know, everybody loves tuning into your program and being a part of the Swain event, man, and I pray that it's You know, in your future endeavors, that it's lucrative, that it's fulfilling, uh, that it provides for your family. Because wives, whether people know it or not, they go through seasons in life. That's what a Proverbs 31 wife does. And when we provide at a particular level, it allows them to go through seasons and and some transitions because they're not tied into a seven-year mortgage or or a seven-year card note or a 30-year mortgage. Whether they work or not becomes irrelevant. You know, and and it allows them to be able to do something that is an innate desire to transition and come alongside you as God created her to do and help you fulfill your purpose. Because 50% of what is in you and what you need to be successful is inside her. Mm. And so creating that atmosphere for her to have a sound, a voice in the home is significant. Because I missed so much early in my in my marriage because I wasn't listening. I wasn't tuned in yeah. to the true Holy Spirit, which is my wife over there. <laughs> I was using her to say, hey, you know, don't do this. Look at this. And I had a plan in my head. And I missed out, and it took longer. And we had to go through stuff because I didn't listen to her like I should. And so, you know, when my wife and I had been doing marriage ministry for 25 years. And I've been mentoring men and and helping them define purpose and things of that nature. And I look at you guys, and you guys are ahead of the curve. And I'm excited about the doors that God is opening. And, And this may be just a confirmation of what really Bryce started speaking on a few minutes ago. And this is what God gave me earlier just to share with you. I believe that the Lord, and this is for both of you, and then I'm going to give something specific for you, Jason. But I believe the Lord is expanding your territory. He's opening doors that no man can shut, and positioning you for a revealing. He's preparing you both to be revealed and elevated to a national platform. Now, Jason, I believe that you have a sound. Everybody can talk, but not everybody has a sound. All right, and people are looking for a sound, and they believe in a sound, and you have a sound uh, that I believe that God has given you, and it's your heart to invest in the lives of people, particularly young people, young college career, you know, people of that nature. And I believe football and sports and basketball, uh, is only a fraction of your true anointing. It's a catalyst that God's going to use to usher in your next level season for you and your family. You know, God's placing you in a position to, to reach a larger demographic. And, a part of your gifting and anointing is mentorship. Being able to see past the field and see the treasure and then begin to cultivate that treasure to put it in position or that person in position to be successful. You can look to your right, and that's an example of this gift and this anointing. I remember when we had a small conversation about being and yep. you were doing a transition, and you were like, "What about this dude here?" And I said, "Yeah I believe and you 'cause you saw something, and when you saw it, you said, "Okay, we're gonna make this make this happen, and you invested, and now you've got ben and ben is is launching his career, he's doors are opening for him, and you're seeing a man that has grown since the first time that you had met him, the first time he had been a part of the show and so I just wanted to encourage you that I believe God's hand is upon you, that he is doing something special. He's doing something unique. And uh, I love you both. I appreciate you guys and the effort and the excellence that you put into your work because this is a craft. It's just not just something that you do. It's a gift. This is a craft. This is an anointing. And I believe God is positioning you for greatness. And I can't wait to see what the next level season looks like for you both.
1: Great stuff. Great stuff. Thank, thank you, God Nation. Yes, sir. Yeah, thank no you. problem, man. Thank you. bless you absolutely I took from that being that I'm Dr. Dre and I just <laughs> discovered Eminem that's what I took from that that's what I took from that thank you so much all Nation thank you man powerful words there All Nation again
2: he's the absolute best why i asked him to
1: minister my wedding for sure man i did i did hit up um vol nation and uh, i remember i remember we was transitioning and um you know i had I had someone that kind of reached out that wanted to be a show host be a co-host and um i was like nah we're gonna ride with ben mckee baby and i asked I did reach out to Vault Nation, kind of asked his take. I did ask you know, a couple of our loyal listeners. And it just it felt right. And boom, is the best one of the best decisions I've ever made professionally. So uh Vault Nation is spot on, man. Spot on.
2: Very, very kind, as always.
1: Uh Rodney Nostale says Rodney Nostale says, damn, the onions are starting. Vault Storm says Vault Nation is spot on. B. D. Zeno says uh, Vol Storm. He meant Vol Nation. Vol Nation is bringing the straight truth this morning. Daryl Vol says Friday is going to hurt like an M.O. M.F.R. guys. Dread it. Yeah, I know. I can't wait. <laughs> you just want to sleep in the mornings. I just want to be done. D.R. Vol also says that your route is more like the Trey Wallace route instead of John Bryce route. Do not comment. I just want to tell you what he said. Terrell says, "Why good one, Swain. Dave Van Horn is exactly what that sounds like. <laughs> I know, man. It's like a peacock crying about Tony Vitello and his swag. Vol Storm says, do we really have to listen to AP for two more days?
2: Tweet at him. Tweet at him your true feelings and maybe he won't.
1: Listen, we take phone calls from people that call in every day.
2: We did not call him. He called us. So, so if you call in. There are others we take phone we, calls from every day. Listen, there's others
1: that have some interesting phone calls.
2: Have some. Uh, and don't
1: really make much of a point, but, but they call in every day. So we're not going to uh, ban AP.
2: They, they There are some that have a long leash that are in for a rude awakening come Monday. <laughs> yeah, for
1: sure. For sure. Jennifer Morris says, I plan, in, "I plan to call in before Friday's show ends, but I might shed a tear." Then you're not allowed to call in. Yeah, no crybabies. No crying in
2: baseball, Jennifer.
1: <laughs> no crying in baseball. What's that movie from A League of His Own? I think so. One of my favorite movies. One of my favorite baseball movies. It's the
2: only baseball movie you've probably watched. Shut up, man. Sandlot. Watched- uh Sandlot's good. I love Sandlot. Yeah. There's not a. There's not a baseball movie i don't like my favorite is rookie of the year my favorite is uh uh, it's 42 or major league 42 because i love i love the story of jackie robinson and uh chadwick boseman r.i.p mm. was was so terrific in that role uh so i i love 42 um because of the story but major league you just can't beat major league it is hilarious those are my two favorite baseball movies that I know everybody was interested in, in knowing.
1: Can I be petty? Go for it. I'm asking you permission. My damn show. You only got
2: six hours and one more minute of being able to be petty. So you better get it off your
1: chest now, big boy. Jennifer Moore says it was tears of happiness to not hear Ben talk about the Yankees. <laughs> oh, good one. Good one when you said league of his own it a league of her own whatever you know what i'm talking about do we the move with tom hanks
2: it's this like, off you got 30 seconds being the coach all right anyways i mean you're already petty mentioning other people on the show
1: i'm just reading text box dr says something about trey wallace
2: he, he, do you want me to mention the name that was brought up early in the show that that you did not mm-hmm. want to mention
1: oh no nah. don't mention one me, of me. your former teammates Nope. Oh, okay. So what were we going to be petty about? GBO says, Brew is a lie. What does that got to do with being petty? Because I'm about to be petty. Remember a couple months ago when everybody was getting all mad and upset when Tennessee lost Isaiah Nayor mm-hmm. to Texas? And from the get-go, we were like, y'all. It's going to be okay. It stinks, but it's going to be okay. Tennessee did everything that it could. He did everything right. At the end of the day, the young man wanted to be home. Point blank, simple. And from that day, Ben, you and I said that Tennessee has a great opportunity to get a transfer uh, receiver. He may be a little different as far as the skill set, but Tennessee is going to be okay. And it's funny to see you know, this message that Brew is a lock, because Tennessee was always going to be in with Brew McCoy. So, that's what I'm being petty about. It's the Nick Young turning around before the shot goes in, but in this case, the shot really went in. I'm going to miss that part. We'll still do it, though. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Dr. Dre Eminem, baby. Baby. Yeah, yeah. Drop a line. Drop a line, right what, quick, Ben. What I don't understand drop a, is, drop is,
2: is why Chad Ray included me. Because now your Eminem is Josh Ward.
1: Nah, man, he's not Josh Ward. Mm-mm, mm-mm. You, 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 you the real beat rap You treat
2: me like Dr. Trey treated Lil Wayne.
1: No, nah, man, it's time for you to go out on your own and you sign your own artist. Nah, uh, yeah. You now you go find your Fifty Cent. Wait, wait, you go wait. do your thing. Now Fifty Cent can go create his own way, group. Way to put makeup on a
6: pig. Mm-mm, you got to be.
1: It's time for you to fly, Ben, and be great. Fly.
2: I'm not worried about me. I'm worried about how you're going to be great without me. No, you're going to be great with or without me. Well, what about you? I'm, I'm worried about you without me. I mean, who's going to keep
1: you on track during the show? That's a good point. That is a concern. Josh Moore, prof- professional. he will be all right. Yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll take care of You'll be all right. Sweet so event. Have a great day.